Good morning. This uh, meeting will come to order. Welcome to the April 20th, 2023 regular meeting of the Government Audit and Oversight Committee of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. I'm Supervisor Dean Preston, Chair of the Committee. I am joined by Vice Chair Catherine Stephanie uh, and Supervisor Connie Chan, our committee clerk today uh, is John Carroll in for Stephanie Cabrera and our thanks to the team at SFGov TV for staffing this meeting. Uh, Mr. Clerk, any announcements? Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. The Board of Supervisors and its committees convene hybrid meetings that allow in-person attendance and public comment while still providing remote access and public comment via telephone. The board recognizes that equitable public access is essential and we will be taking public comment as follows. First, public comment will be taken on each item on today's agenda. Those attending in person will be allowed to speak first and then we'll hear from those who are waiting on the telephonic public comment call-in line. If you wish to provide public comment, please dial 415-655-0001, then enter today's meeting ID. That meeting ID is 2498-734-0614. Then dial the pound symbol twice. When you're connected, you'll hear the meeting discussions, but your line will be muted and in listening mode. When your item of interest comes up on today's agenda and public comment is called, those joining us in person should line up to speak on your right-hand side here in the chamber, room 250. And then those who wish to speak on the public comment telephone line should dial star three to be added to the speaker queue. If you're on your telephone, please remember to turn down your television, your radio, what your listening devices, your streaming devices, whatever you may be using to access today's proceedings. Alternatively, you may submit written public comment by email to the Government Audit and Oversight Committee Clerk, who is Stephanie Cabrera. Stephanie's email address is stephanie dot Cabrera, C-A-B-R-E-R-A, at sfgov.org. You may also send your written comments via US, U.S. Postal Service to our office in City Hall. That's the clerk's office, 1 Dr. Carlton B. Goodlett Place, room 244, San Francisco, California, 94102. If you submit public comments in writing, we will forward your comment to the supervisors and include your comments as part of the official file on the matter on which you're commenting. Of course, all this contact information can be consulted on the front page of any agenda for our committee if you need to see it there if we're going too fast. And finally, Mr. Chair, items acted upon today are expected to appear on the Board of Supervisors agenda of May 2nd, 2023, unless otherwise stated. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. Uh, please call item one. Agenda item one is a resolution declaring the intention of the Board of Supervisors to establish a property-based business improvement district known as the Excelsior Community Benefit District and levy a multi-year assessment on all parcels in the district. Approving the management district plan and engineer's report and proposed boundaries map for the district. Ordering and setting a time and place for a public hearing of the Board of Supervisors sitting as a committee of the whole on July 11th, 2023 at 3 p.m. Approving the form of the notice of public hearing and assessment ballot proceeding and the assessment ballot directing environmental findings and directing the clerk of the Board of Supervisors to give notice. Mr. Chair. Thank you. Um, so this item is sponsored by Supervisor uh, Asha Safai, and I understand that his Chief of Staff, Bill Barnes, who is here, uh, will speak on his behalf on this item, and then we will uh, hear from uh, Diana Ponce de Leon from uh, uh, OEWD. So, um, Mr. Barnes, welcome. The floor is yours. Uh, thank you and good morning, Chair Preston and members of the GAO Committee. Uh, this has been a long time uh, coming. 
In 2017, uh, Supervisor Safai worked with OEWD to develop an economic strategy for the Excelsior neighborhood uh, in the outer mission, and people are rightfully concerned about street cleanliness, around business attraction and retention, around uh, activation of the corridor, uh, and a CBD was identified as one of the ways uh, that we could build additional community cohesion, that property owners, uh, local small businesses, the city could work in partnership uh, to enhance and improve the area. Um, as members of this, of this committee know, 30% uh, of property owners need to subscribe uh, in order to call an election, uh, and so it has been uh, an effort to get that accomplished. Uh, hampered in part by the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, but here we are. So we've reached the threshold uh, to uh, have that election. I will defer to my colleague, uh, Deanna Ponce de Leon from OEWD to talk more about uh, the specifics, but we are uh, extraordinarily grateful to those property owners who have uh, subscribed, including uh, the Jewish home uh, and other uh, folks in the community who are 100% behind this effort um, and would ask for your support. Thank you. Thank you. Um Welcome, uh, Ms. Ponce de Leon uh, uh, from Office of Economic and Workforce Development. The floor is yours. Thank you for your work on this. Yes, good morning, Chair Preston, Vice Chair Stephanie, and Supervisor Chan. So, Director of um, Community Economic Development for OEWDs. I'm here presenting on behalf of Chris Clerkus, who would have really wanted to be here today. He's been working relentlessly on this effort over across the years. Um, so I'm here today on the resolution of intention to form the Excelsior CBD and authorize a special assessment ballot procedure to form the Excelsior CBD. And I'm just gonna um, share some slides um, across the process very uh, briefly in terms of 2007, the pandemic and the 30% threshold um, that Mr. Barnes just shared with you. Also, this is just an overview of all the outreach and community engagement that was done across the years. Um, so as he mentioned, 30% threshold was reached in March 2023. Um, so the resolution was submitted. Um, the ballots, if approved, would go out to taxpayers in May, and then uh, it would end in July. And then if, if it passes, services would commence the first quarter of 2024. So this is just an example of uh, based on community input, potentially what some of the expenditures might be um, based on the assessments and based on the total budget uh, uh, related to the properties within that zone. This is an example of the current zone that where the ballots would go out to and that would be for, forming the CBD, the community, that would be part of the Community Benefit District. And I also, before ending, I really wanna thank everybody that has contributed and made it to this, up to this point. Obviously, District 11, Office of Supervisor Safai, in particular, Lauren Chung, has been working very closely with us. Uh, the Excelsior Outer Mission Merchants Association, the Excelsior Action Group, Urban Place Consulting, and the Community Benefit District Steering Committee. So I just want to make sure that I acknowledge everyone. It's been uh, a very long journey. So thank you all. Thank you very much. Um, just, uh, just one quick question. Just the, the um, Excelsior Library, I believe, is within the boundaries of this, but then isn't, I don't think it's addressed at all in like the management plan. So I'm just curious if that's, is that part of this district? Steve, would you be able to answer that? 
And, yeah, and, and if not clear, like we, we're just curious if it should be part of the management, if it's physically there. Yeah, I just, I wanted to see if Steve had any recollection okay. specifically of that property, but if not, we can always yeah. definitely get back to you on that. Yeah. Welcome. I, 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 I think it is, but this has been such a long process and the boundaries have changed a number of times. Pretty sure it is, but um, it, it doesn't need to be um, called out precisely in the plan. If it's in the boundaries, it's in there and receive services and it will be assessed. Okay, thank you. Um, can we open, oh. Through the chair, if I may ask, if the previous speaker could please, could you identify yourself for the record? Steve Gibson, uh, president of Urban Place Consulting. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And Mr. Barnes. Sure, President, just to add, uh, the Excelsior Library uh, was recently uh, renovated through the Library Preservation Fund, and so uh, the improvements were made. They replaced the carpeting and improved uh, the conditions. As uh, Steve pointed out, and as Deanna points out, the services uh, that are offered, the beautification, the uh, street cleaning would apply equally to city-owned parcels as well as to uh, privately-owned parcels. Great. Thank you for clarifying that. Uh, Mr. Clerk, let's go ahead and open up public comment on this item. Thank you, Mr. Chair. If there is anyone here in room 250 who wishes to provide public comment on this discussion about the formation of the Excelsior Community Benefit District, please line up in front of the microphones here on your right-hand side in room 250. It appears that we have, it appears we may have a speaker coming forward for two minutes. Before you speak, let me give instructions to folks who may be reaching our meeting remotely. If you wish to speak on this item, please dial star three and that will add you to the queue and we'll hear from you next. But otherwise, please begin. Good morning, Supervisors. My name is William Ortiz Cartagena. I'm founder of Clecha, a nonprofit that provides business technical assistance and a San Francisco native. I just want to thank the Supervisor's Office, OEWD, and everybody that did all the legwork to get this done. Obviously, quality of life issues in our city is, is at the forefront, so these exerted efforts are, are really appreciated and really needed in all our communities. So we're in support, and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your comments. Do we have anyone else in the chamber who wants to provide public comment on Agenda 1? Seeing none, let's see if we have any callers in the queue. And Mr. Chair, I'm seeing that we have no callers who wish to provide public comment on Agenda 1. Thank you. Public comment on this item is now closed. And uh, unless there are comments or questions from my fellow committee members uh, and seeing none, I'd like to move to send this item to the full board with recommendation. And thank you again uh, to Mr. Barnes and Ms. Ponce de Leon and in absentia, Mr. Corgus, uh, for their work on this. On the motion offered by Chair Preston to send this resolution to the Board of Supervisors with the recommendation of GAO, Vice Chair Stephanie. Stephanie, aye. Member Chan. Chan, aye. Chair Preston. Aye. Preston, aye. Mr. Chair, there's no opposition. Thank you. That motion passes. Uh, Mr. Clerk, please call items 2 through 18 together for the closed session. Agenda items number tw uh, 2 through 18 are today's litigation agenda, which includes various ordinances and resolutions regarding settlements of lawsuits, a tolling agreement, and unlitigated claims involving the city and county. Thank you, and let's open up public comment on the closed session items. We have no one in the chamber with us to provide public comment for the litigation agenda, and it appears we have one caller in the queue who wishes, wishes to provide public comment. Uh, for anyone else who's watching our meeting remotely, if you wish to provide public comment remotely, please dial star three 
and that will add you to the queue. Otherwise, let's hear from our one speaker, please, for agenda item numbers two through 18. Good morning, David Pilpel. So on the closed session uh, agenda, I was intrigued by item three, which was listed as plaintiffs DOE one and DOE two, um, with no, not much more information other than the, the, um, uh, the recommendation of the police chief. So I went and tracked down the uh, court case, found that it was involving uh, an employment dispute with the police department. Um, I, because this was filed under seal and approved by a, a judge to be sealed based on certain circumstances, I have no particular issue uh, today with identifying uh, the plaintiffs as DOE 1 and, and DOE 2 consistent with um, the court uh, filing. Um, I guess my current thinking is with regard to these closed session uh, matters, I like that the long title uh, includes a, a summary of the material uh, terms of uh, each case. I just think in this case we could expand uh, the last uh, segment of that where it says the lawsuit involves an employment uh, dispute if it's with a specific department. Um, I think it could say with the such and such department in the case of item three with the police department uh, with regard to some of the other uh, matters the specific department involved. If it's a general claim against uh, the city um, then I understand it need not uh, disclose a, a specific department, but where it involves a specific department, and in particular if it's recommended by that department head or relevant board or commission, um, I would try to include that in the long title uh, in the future. Those are my thoughts on the closed session matters. Uh, I express no opinion on the underlying uh, issues there. Thanks uh, for listening. Thank you for sharing your comments. Do we have anyone else who wants to provide public comment remotely for agenda items number two through 18, the litigation agenda? Mr. Chair, we have no further callers. Public comment on these items is now closed, and um, I will move to convene in closed session. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. On a motion to convene in closed session, Vice Chair Stephanie. Aye. Stephanie, aye. Member Chan. Aye. Chan, aye. Chair Preston. Aye. Preston, aye. Mr. Chair, there is no opposition. Thank you. Motion passes. We'll now convene in closed session. Francisco Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
We are now back in open session. Thank you for your patience while we were away. Uh, Mr. Clerk, please report on the closed session deliberations. During the closed session deliberations, GAO acted unanimously to recommend the entire litigation agenda, agenda items two through 18 to the Board of Supervisors for consideration on May 2nd. Thank you, and on the, uh, I'd like to move to not disclose the closed session discussions. Please call the roll. A motion oh, offered. Uh, uh, sorry, oh. before. Hopefully I caught it quick enough before you start calling the roll. Um, Supervisor Chan. Thank you. I, I just wanted to mention for public disclosure that I do know uh, item number, the uh, plaintiff of item number two, two uh, Christopher Warwick uh, from my uh, previous uh, position in the city, uh, both at the district attorney's office as well as city college of San Francisco. Uh, the relationship though is limited to professional. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Chan. Uh, so on the motion not to disclose the closed session discussions, Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. On the motion to not disclose, Vice Chair Stephanie. Stephanie, aye. Member Chan. Chan, aye. Chair Preston. Aye. Preston, aye. Mr. Chair, there is no opposition. Thank you. That motion passes. Uh, and Mr. Clerk, any further business before the committee? There is no further business. We are adjourned. Thank you very much.